I could fight a child. Welcome to Talking Sons, the bookiest podcast about Dungeons and Daddies made by fans of the show. Dungeons and Daddies is a podcast about four dads who are teleported to the fantasy realm to reclaim their sons. This isn't that podcast. You should go listen to it because we don't care about spoilers and we'll spoil everything. Talking Sons Community Edition, Episode 6, Deadport, your local dad brewery. Theme music goes here. Hi, my name is Nikki and my dad fact is about... 17 minutes ago, I got finished with an hour-long Zumba class. So no. I am feeling no. some type of way. No. Let me just say. Don't say it. Please <laughs> don't. don't say it. <laughs> okay. I am incredibly sweaty. <laughs> okay, okay. Close. We don't want to know how sweaty you are. She didn't say how sweaty she was. Oh, I guess incredibly count. Incredibly. She didn't put a number to it, but... It's about a 10, I imagine. <laughs> Hey, you said it, not me. Speaking of you, who are you? Um, hi, I'm B. Um, I don't really have a dad fact, cause try it again. Take it from the top. Yes, you oh do. My God, I don't have a dad fact. Hi, I'm B. I don't have any fact. Hi, hello, welcome. Who are you? Oh, mm, that's not a thing. What's your favorite color? Oh, uh, pink? Perfect. There you go. <laughs> Who else is here? Uh, hi. My name is Thomas, and my dad fact is that I recently, this month, became an uncle. Oh, yay! Oh, Yeah. It's like a dad who is socially acceptable to not be around all the time. Oh. <laughs> dad by proxy. And I super don't plan on being a dad myself, so this is what I got going for me. <laughs> hey. Take it, man. It's worth it. Super worth it. I like how no one here wants to be a parent. (laughs) (laughs) We all listen to the podcast because we have daddy issues. (laughs) (gasps) This is the first time we don't have a dad on the podcast. I mean, I'm also an uncle, so... Oh, you're also an uncle? Okay, so we're fine. So I feel like two uncles make a dad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i control the right yeah on. i'll allow it well this is uh this is uncle thomas and uncle luke uh they're oh. very close yeah who is uncle luke by the way hi i'm luke hi luke and <laughs> that is it we are here to talk about episode <laughs> six support your local library in this episode the dads checked out what uh, so yeah. first, oh, that's actually really good. It's, GG. It's a good one, yeah. yeah. Um, first things first, uh, we finally got them purple robes, or specifically one purple robe. So I guess now, in retrospect, I think we know, like, confirmed that Anthony didn't know that they were the granddads yeah. at this point. Yep. Um, so there was just one of them. But I think we can kind of hypothesize based on, like, what he said, like, which one we think it is. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... Definitely 100% Willie. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was. He boss. Yeah. And he had some major dickish vibes going on in his little monologue. Whatever the hell that was. He wanted it to be a monologue. It wasn't a monologue. 
Yeah, so Willie's like a fucking dominant bitch in like not a good way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little less like it's manipulative, but like not full Willie, which is fair. <laughs> he didn't go full. Yeah, Willie. I mean, he didn't have his character figured out yet. He yeah. just had generic. Dick. He didn't go hard. He's very like, I'm gonna put you in your fucking place and keep you there. Yeah. No, and I mean, by the time the actual episode that we're at currently in canon, he is straight up a complete asshole. Like, uh, he is scary levels of asshole. I very much cannot deal with it, to be honest. Yeah, no. Listening to the most recent episode, it was kind of rough. I was genuinely frightened by him. <laughs> I feel like listening back to anything with the purple robes is like incredibly sadder once we yeah. confirmed that they're they're uh, the ugh, the oh dads oh daddies. <laughs> um, Why did you ugh? <laughs> because I hate saying oh daddy, but I have no choice oh, but to Mega say oh daddy. daddy. I can't say omega oh, daddies. I'm not a coward. <laughs> You just feel gross. I loved the attempted monologue by the purple robe. So choice of, oh, yes, you're raising your hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hold on one second, Ron. It's weird to like see and compare this to like newer episodes where it's like genuinely like emotionally wrenching. So it's interesting to see how Anthony has come from nice come. From... <laughs> hey. It's interesting to see how Anthony come. <laughs> Woo! And the podcast. Hey. We're done. Oh, All right. Man. We're out of here. What I was genuinely saying, it's interesting to see him go from like the funny haha podcast to like an emotionally stressful podcast, um, which it, it, you know, takes it form of his own after a certain point. Yeah. And this episode is still obviously emotional of like, you know, the purple rope. Can I just say Willie? Willie being like, you all suck. Mm -hmm. Your kids suck. I hate you. Like, it's a lot, but it, comparatively, it's like duck off the water's back. <laughs> what <laughs> water off a duck's back water off a duck's back no no we're taking the first one <laughs> we're taking the first one let's talk about cern yeah let's talk about that cern bummer, how though. fucking sad this is in retrospect oh man holy shit were they mean to cern yes they were just fucking dunking on him left and right like jesus christ guys especially daryl to be honest they were like not actually intentionally for the most part no like no they were intentionally mean in this episode yeah i'm pretty sure they were going out of their way to be mean to cern no they're like yeah cern has his life debt he'll take the damage because i'll tell him to yeah like what the fuck <laughs> no 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 because the the pyramid happened right yeah and they were like mm, let's just pretend this didn't happen and they actually like actually did not comprehend that that happened in episode six they specifically like talk about that and how cern's kids were in the pyramid and they are dead and he mentions it several times throughout the episode <laughs> and it's just like oh you keep bringing this up i i was trying to meditate and kind of like get past that but nope nope they're back they're right there uh they're right there so yeah, no, it was... It was a rough. Don't try to give him beer out of a bowl <laughs> after already giving him a... Yeah, cup. he was lapping it up like a dog. Hey, remember when they said he's, quote, a willing soul to get fucking sacrificed? Also that. I think most of them were not okay with that, but I think Daryl actually was. Daryl was like, yeah. hey, remember when we have, like, a an actual willing soul to, like, sacrifice himself? Yeah, we could just, like, fuel our car with the soul. No big deal. To be fair, he's not wrong. 
He is side incorrect. Also, it would have healed him forever. Yeah. And we got Lizard Boy Scales McStuffins out of this. Let me just say. Yeah, we did get that. We got one good thing out of this. I feel like mm -hmm. what we learned from this episode, they weren't like incredibly mean to CERN, but it was like sometimes they did go out of their way to just be like, hey, yeah. CERN. <laughs> hey, hey, CERN, your kids are dead. So all I'm saying is that his revenge plot later on is completely warranted. Yes. Super justified. Yeah. A hundred percent. Kind of deserved it. Damn. You hate to see it. Although CERN is a narc. So like, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence <laughs> with CERN. I loved CERN and then he ratted them out to the cops and I was immediately less interested, but that's okay. Uh, well, you know, I mean, he's been through some shit though. Oh yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. I mean, if I was in CERN's position, like being treated like shit, like I was, I might be kind of shitty back myself. But cops? Cops is a whole new level. That's <laughs> <laughs> a whole new level of shitty. I, I guess. Cops is shit from the police. <laughs> I don't have a transition, but we should talk about the library next. Yes. He finally enters. My man, my myth, my legend, the library. Enter scene uh, dirt road. <laughs> Exterior day. <laughs> day? Question mark? I think it was day. <laughs> Probably. I actually really like the library. Yeah, no, the, like the first introduction of the library was like really, it was really good. It was a really great way to set up his character as just like, he wasn't this eldritch being to start out with, but he was just kind of this weird dude with a bunch of books. And you're like, okay, this is funny. I like this. I like this guy. He should be around more. And then he was around more. <laughs> he was around all the time. <laughs> it got weird. It got horrible. I love the library and feel like we should take this moment to talk about what we thought slash think he looks like because i was imagining just like this really shitty like hunched over wizard like huge yeah. beard raggedy skinny old man and he yeah. can just like stick his hand yeah. in his mouth and grab books sometimes in his mouth yeah doesn't he stick he sticks his hand down his yeah he sticks his hand down his shit no what <laughs> in, in the book pile oh no 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 sorry yes you're right i thought yeah, that's a later episode. He doesn't get totally weird in this episode. He gets a little, he does get a little weird because yeah, he absolutely does. Yeah, he quote slumps forward onto all fours and like a weird spider crawls up the small tower of books and like jams his hand as far into the tower <laughs> as he can. All right. I definitely pictured exactly what you had pictured with the old hunched over wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Can we all solo describe how we experience him? How we experience him. Okay, I'll go first. Incredibly sexy. Okay, someone else go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, for me, he gives off like these 1800s old prospector vibes. <laughs> yeah, not sexy. <laughs> no, not at all sexy. He's missing <laughs> most of his teeth. Well, um, his beard is pretty <laughs> raggedy, and he's only gotten like a small nugget of gold out of all these years. So he's he's had better times. <laughs> Nikki, I low-key, I feel you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't. <laughs> Thank you. Like, he's he's super weird, but like, in a, and in a good way, but yeah, in like a, a not weird. sexy way, just like in a very yeah. entertaining, like, what is this creature that they are like? dealing with super interesting yeah. he's like a friendly yeah, yeah. like skeletonly guy that like has a bookcase in his rib cage i imagine and he like Ew. throws his mouth and his rib cage to just like get books that's what i think do we do sex in different ways <laughs> <laughs> okay full disclosure full disclosure out of the scam likely family 
The scamly, if you would. The scamly. Mm, yeah. Oh, that's so good. The scamly. I feel broken. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen Mark yet, but as soon as we do, he's obviously my favorite. Uh -huh. But scam is definitely sexier than the library, no doubt, hands down, oh, yeah. toe to tip. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. We all but, know. And I and I do I I know certain people, Anthony, are going to absolutely get up my ass about this. I don't actually find the library sexy. No. I know well, you can't take back things once they're out there. Yeah. But I just wanna just like I'm taking I'm taking down the the mask, the funny haha -ha mask that I have on to say no I do not. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. What else about the library? Their books, I mean, their the knowledge that they gave? Um Wild Wild West from Will Smith makes an early appearance only to return <laughs> return later. God. And the library apparently knows about Millennium. <laughs> yeah, wait, so it's really confusing. What is with the people on this podcast and Will Smith? And Will Smith's music career. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Will Smith is great, but yeah, beyond that. So yeah, we got we got Millennium out of this from the library. <laughs> Most excitingly, we got Glenn speaking Japanese to Odyssey-san, and thus Odyssey-san was born. That killed me the first time I listened to it. Yeah, and you became a horse girl in well, that moment. Well, you didn't know well, it yet, but... Well, <laughs> I know this is going to stay in the podcast because of my horrible, horrible, mm -hmm. horrible, horrible yeah. fate, right? Yeah. But yep. there is a moment where Ron and cern i believe are trying to figure out how to make the odyssey go and ron suggests yeah. does it have a horse station and just putting a horse, <laughs> horse inside, inside of odyssey, odyssey. <laughs> so I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that this was like predicted early and that odyssey son is a horse girl early but i have a horrible horrible fate where i guess i have to scroll and see this sometimes i was just trying to look for mentions of the library and got <laughs> fucking horse blasted no <laughs> no don't say that <laughs> oh fuck well immediately after the horse uh debacle the debacle and the um figuring out how to fuel odyssey sound we did have a uh, poop pants gate of did ron shit his pants which well, and which he did we all know he did yes he but did henry, <laughs> he definitely did yeah henry was a real bro yeah and I mean, Henry usually is. Took the bullet for him, but like Ron still has poop. Oh no, he doesn't. He threw away the poop boxers. Yeah, but did he wipe? Well, okay, hold on. Oh. Did Henry pull him aside and be like, nah, man, you don't need to wipe? I grab the boxers and I throw them out the window and I give Ron the little thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. That's all he did. When does Oh, that's later when Peyton pisses his pants and then it weirdly that... soaks up back into his own skin. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. What was oh, wrong well, with that? Anthony! Hey, what's up with the... Actually, uh, you're not involved with Beth pooping her pants. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, um, oh, hmm. other things to talk about. Yes. They leveled up and none of them know what that means. Yes. I also don't know what that means, so... That, that hurt me. Remember how uh, Daryl didn't know how to use save throws until this Yeah, well, in this episode, he realized he has Stone's Endurance, among other things. And then the other things Matt Arnold doesn't know are what Birkenstocks are. <laughs> the scarf, yes. I was right there with everyone else. Like, as everyone was saying, what are you talking about? I was, as I was listening to it, so bewildered about his idea of like a potato sack scarf. That was uh, his fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So I did know what he meant by those scarves. Really? What is it? Yeah, I knew what he meant too, but like... It's just like a shit scarf. It's just like a shitty scarf. Like, I don't really know how else to describe it, except just like a shitty oh. scarf. 
mean describe huh. it exactly how he described it because he described it as a shitty scarf <laughs> quote those scarves that look like they're made out of like potato sats like those shitty <laughs> shitty like those shitty scarves wow i pretty much exactly nailed yeah. it about what yeah, he said it. yeah and then it was next episode i was it next episode where he finally knew what birkenstocks were believe, and used it so he could yeah, get it well it, it was the next episode yeah. that he knew but then in character he did it at some other point, because I remember the Birkenstocks like bursting onto his feet and he recovering yes. HP. I don't remember what episode that was in, though. I know yes. it was on the next one. It's only a couple episodes down the road. Yeah, they were in a pretty big fight for that. Like He, he figures it out pretty fast. Who yeah, spoiled yeah, no, it for did. Matt? Whoever spoiled it for Matt, I just want to talk. <laughs> I'm in the library. I want to talk. We could have had months of Matt middle Matt L Arnold. <laughs> I was going to say middle name but I know it's it's Matt. We could have had months of Matt Larnold not knowing what Birkenstocks were. Do you think it would have taken him that long? We could have had months. I mean, he I, he he was describing Birkenstocks always like in plural. So you have to think about like what you're wearing plural of. Months. <laughs> but no, because Will says Birkenstock rockin, which is only one. Mm-hmm. There was also a point during the episode where they were talking about like, oh, what do we do? The purple robes come around next time. Oh, we'll jump them in the dream like they did in Nightmare at Elm Street or whatever. And they were like, oh, we should use a code word. Oh, what about Birkenstocks? <laughs> and they go off on that little tangent. And then they're like, oh, yeah, Daryl, that's a great idea. We'll just see Bur- 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 Birkenstocks. And it was something about Birkenstocks, but wasn't, you know, exactly what it didn't give anything away really just like henry got his first pair of bergen socks when he was nine or something like that yes he did yeah yes he did hey do we sorry not to not to just like shove it in here we don't have to talk Mm. about it but daryl pissed in the fire to put it out what was up with that my dude oh that's a dude thing i i yeah no that's not okay men penis havers (laughs) yeah are you okay (laughs) i mean objectively no we're not we have a penis but nobody talked about it nobody said anything (laughs) matt went daryl pisses in the flames and anthony said okay and then that was it hello i'm really glad i'm not the only hello i think i think it's kind of trashy and it usually it usually makes it smell pretty bad depending on on oh yeah it should smell horrible I'm yeah. not saying that it's a good thing to do. Yeah, do, but it's a thing you shouldn't do. And yet. <laughs> I mean, I guess in some way it makes you feel like you have power over the fire, but I don't know. That's like. <laughs> and, and yet. And yet. Couldn't you just let it go out? Well, you really should put it out. Yeah, no, you don't want that burning overnight if you're like sleeping in a van or something. It's proper fire safety. Yeah. They're in the forest. That's where wildfires can be. <laughs> Yeah, we just dropped a pyramid on a bunch of people. Why don't we have a wildfire while we're at it? That's a it's great idea. It's fine. Erin O'Neill didn't exist yet. It would have been fine. Oh, she would have known. She would have hardcore known. She didn't exist oh. yet, though. Yeah, but in the future, she would have known. That would have been a big deal. She would have called back. Oh, yeah, for sure. You have weird faith in Anthony's recall ability. He's brought back some shit. And if he didn't personally do it, he probably would have asked the community, hey, did this happen? Yes? Okay. Aaron would have 
brought this back anyway. Just exactly. Him. You have a lot of faith in Anthony that I do not possess anymore. <laughs> I think it's a little random. Like there is a lot he's forgotten, but I feel like he remembers some things from way back that don't seem significant at mm-hmm. the time. I feel like a wildfire would have became pretty significant mm. within the bounds of the episode. <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't Especially know. since they didn't have any gas in their car anymore. And the only reason that they were able to drive to the next town is because Daryl rolled good enough. So if they didn't roll good enough in the moment under distress. <laughs> well, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay, fair. Just another quick one. Honorable mention. We got Rocaporta out of this one and it's oh, so yeah. good. Porta. There are multiple people out there who have named their Animal Crossing islands Rockaporta, and I I love and appreciate every single one of you. Mine is Bean Island, pronounced Venus Land, but uh, I'm very happy for you guys who have Rockaporta. And uh, tell me, hey, hey guys, mm, yeah, tell me, yeah. how yeah. did this episode end? Uh, we we had a we had a we had some encounters with bandits. And, and a superhero landing. Well, blade landing is what they call oh, it. Yes, I think it's generically yes. the superhero landing. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very specifically the blade landing. Did Blade invent it? Well, okay. It's a superhero style landing that is very specific to Blade. Like the superhero landing is like the one knee thing, but this is like leg splayed out, arm behind his back or whatever, and then he slowly pans up or something. I mean, Anthony thought it was the Spider Man landing because I think Spider Man also does it. No, the blade is like specifically there's like one arm behind, like out. Basically, we are like blade landing, and that's like the whole thing. Who um, blade landed, please, God? Nicholas. Nicholas Close. Yeah. Glenn's son. There he is. Yes. There's After our boy. Him, I'm watching you, lol, and I love that. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> Nick, Nick Close is like easily, hands down, my favorite son. Same. And I am so happy to have him back. Wow. I love all of them dearly. They're yeah. all perfect. And as the lark of the Patreon server, <laughs> I get uh, it. I love them all, but I just love Nick Close a little bit more. Nick Close, by the way, not a superhero person, definitely a Blade person. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Glenn raised him right. You know? <laughs> Did he? Yes. I will, I've said this before and will say it again. Nick and Glenn have the best father-son relationship. It can be unhealthy, but still be a good relationship. It's not the healthiest, but it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's not like, like they, they, they refer to each other like they're friends, and Nick just wants to like make, like impress his dad. True. How many dads can say that they're actually friends with their son? Exactly. Yeah. I feel like Glenn can look at his son and be like, my son is cool. And I feel like mm-hmm. if my dad looked at me and went, my daughter is cool, either he or I have very weird misunderstandings about what the word cool means. <laughs> Probably both. You know? So I love him. So glad he's back. Nicholas, middle name close. So good to have you. And now a quick announcement from our good friend Thomas in Meadowshade. Testing, testing. Uh, good morning, everyone. Happy Monday, April 13th. I just wanted to let you all know that I'll be doing daily morning announcements from now on to keep you all up to date with the town's goings on. First things first. Hurry up, put his horses up for sale. He's asking prices for silvers for both of them. He never said why he said his prices so low, but he assured me that both of them were in perfect working order. Also today, the library is visiting us and brings with him a book fair. So come on down to the Badge of Dirt in front of Greg's hovel and bring with you an event from our neck of the woods, a truth of existence or a secret buried deep within you to trade for some wonderful, possibly lost or innate knowledge. Remember, whatever you check out has to be returned within two weeks or you'll be returned with your current fleshy existence into a book of leathery, dried flesh that is to be added to the library's collection of information and bookish trinkets. 
Cannot stress the fact that this is not an empty threat. The library is useful, but also psychotic. When he was lost there, I lost an uncle. It may have been his own fault for losing this book, but I have to admit thinking turning him into a book was a bit over the top. I miss your uncle Ronnie. Uh, well, anyways, that's all for today. I hope you have a wonderful Monday in our little village. Uh, thank you so much, our good friend Thomas and Meadowshade, for those announcements. Uh, make sure you get there before it's too late. Um, this is a part of the podcast where we do things and say them. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> uh, Making this, friends with a sun squad. Yeah, I got yeah. I'm getting there. Fucking hold on. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, this is the part of the podcast that we call Making Friends with a Sun Squad, where we create a character or item that will be submitted via Patreon character submission. And seen, maybe. <laughs> Very maybe. I think we've all seen this a lot. <laughs> so, uh, did you guys come bearing gifts, or should we just go in like? I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out an item idea. You guys tell me how you feel about it. Oh okay? yes, okay. yes, yeah, please. Yeah. That's better than what I was gonna do. <laughs> okay, so, so in my D and D campaign, we have this item that's called the Wand of Identify, which we use it to identify things, which okay. the dads have had trouble with in the past. Yes. Uh, but to make it dad themed, it needs to like mansplain it to them. Oh like, shit! Basically, belittle them as it describes what it is. <laughs> like just like the wand of mansplanation, literally. Yes, or like some little like tiki idol that's called like the mansplainer. Ooh, that's okay. good. Okay, yeah. so I'm trying to think of like things dads own, so we can like make it one of those. Oh yeah, what do dads own? Um, can, can they be reading glasses? Oh yeah, because like it, yeah. like they'll be able to see what it is. Like yeah, Walmart reading glasses. I'm imagining like a father putting on his reading glasses, and then the reading glasses start like. Well, actually, you'll see. <laughs> well, uh, actually, uh, if you were. Well, see, it's pretty simple. Yeah, it's actually pretty simple. I don't know if you know this, but I studied film. <laughs> Nikki, out of character. Nikki, as a person, has dealt with a lot of film bros. Um, actual, actually, Tarantino's movies are incredible, but you just have to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood like six times before you can like really start enjoying it. That's horrible. Okay. I need to say it for the first time. If I need to watch a movie more than once, you're <laughs> fucking kidding. Fuck off. Anyway, Nikki, Nikki, anyway, what are you like uh, actually like certified in? Curious. Nothing yet. <laughs> Nothing. She's still oh, in no. college. Graduation's <laughs> canceled, baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it'll be it'll be meeting communications and film studies, but uh, who knows what my actual graduation will be? So we'll see. Anyway, we need to catch your name than glasses of mansplanation because that's not very good. Okay, first of all, they've got to be bifocals. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking reading glasses, so they're like hugely, like very magnifying. Mansplanation. Um, <laughs> I think glasses of mansplaining is okay. Mansplaining? It's not. Um, yeah. It needs like. Well, it means mansplains it to them. So the I Gary mean... Gygax glasses. <laughs> <laughs> the glasses of Gary Gygax. <laughs> the glasses of some fucking D and D nerd. Yeah, putting them on will tell you what one of your spells actually does. <laughs> <laughs> Or we'll tell you one trait about yourself that you've not been using this entire game. Um, the glasses of Spygax is a fucking good name. The glasses of Gygax. It, it can be just Spy, like... No, Spygax. Spygax. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So then it's just like you look at whatever and it'll mansplain to you what it is. It'll 
be your fucking turn. We specifically want it to be like Thomas's item where it identifies things and mansplains it. To yeah, you. that's like, what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's oh, this is a wand that casts fireball, you fucking idiot. Yeah, if you had studied... I don't care what item it is, just, like, what it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you had studied at Fireball Academy, you would know that this is a fire wand. <laughs> you know, like, that way. It'd be, this is a fire wand, sweetheart. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. Okay, so glasses of Spygax? Spy- See, Spygax isn't it, then, because that implies something else. Spygax implies that it's, like, a spy tool. Yeah, but it's not. But it's um... not. Uh, something to do with patronizing or condescending. We got spectacles, eyeglasses, and specs. Spectacles? Spectacles feels feels good. The speculating, these are my speculating spectacles. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the spectacles of speculation isn't bad. No, it's not. What are we speculating? Whatever, I don't know, whatever. Like, say they pick up a weird rock and, they're, and Henry's like, I'm gonna put on the spectacles of speculating. And then it would be like, um, actually, if you had finished uh, your job at the museum, you would know that this is an igneous rock. You know, like that kind of thing. I was going to say you need to give it a limit. Yeah, you can have it have a certain amount of charges per day. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Three sounds good. I mean, how many new items do they get per day? The only one I can think of is that shield. Thomas, give me the rundown of what the spectacles of speculation are, because that's the name that we're giving it now. <laughs> the spectacles of speculation, whenever the wearer wears them, Um, and I guess holds an item where they can see them through the glasses. I would imagine a little voice starts in their head and would explain what the item is and what it does, but in a really condescending tone and like tries to make it like oversimplified and, you know, patronizing. Beautiful. Perfect. Me IRL already. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Hate it. You hate it, it's perfect. (laughs) Uh, Sounds good to me. Give our guests a little moment to randomly plug something. Have you got anything to plug? I um, made a Discord karaoke party. Mostly a regret, but here I am. If you add her, she will add you to the server, or the at Talking Sons Twitter will tweet the link. <laughs> is what she was trying to say. Yes. Okay, Thomas, do you have anything you want to pimp? Sure. There is this one thing. I do like a cooking and baking show on Snapchat. Oh, hell yeah. It's like a semi-weekly thing. So it's only on my private story, though. So you'll have to add me as a friend. The long time. Is it just Nikki's handles that get bleeped or is that everyone? <laughs> no, it's just mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So if you want to occasionally see me cook and bake, um, I'm not like a pro or anything. My Snapchat is, I'll just spell it, T-S-P-A-D-E-A. Awesome. And we, do it. The Talking Sons Twitter will tweet that as well. And if you aren't tired of listening to me yet, you can listen to my other podcast that I do with my friend Bryn called Show Me Your Fic, where we talk about fan fiction and rewrite it or write our own original stuff. It's a lot of fun. You should listen, please. Uh, I, I don't have anything this week. I'm not Beth May, and she's not here to send us out. More theme music goes here. Ba-dang, ba-dang. Does he do it there? I don't know. This podcast was created and produced by an entombed group of volunteers. Talking Sons was mastered and edited by Agniti. Our theme music is Madness is Everywhere by Lobo Loco. Find the Talking Sons podcast wherever fine podcasts are rented, or follow us on Twitter or Facebook via the at Talking Sons handle. If you enjoyed this community episode and would like to be a part of one in the future, ask around the right Dungeons and Daddies fan communities. Did Henry and Daryl kiss in episode six?
No, but they built a, quote, romantic campfire, and Daryl asked for a, quote, treat, even though Henry was too tired to give it to him. And they had a dad huddle that was just an excuse for a hug. 